cap, all facts, here we go, listen, I can move across the aisle, never think twice, underground railroad got me trying to see the light, you can call a coach, you can't get right, yo, these are your boys back, man, like Manology Project, you got Q, Quentin, Lansberg, and Joseph Hines up in this boy today, and we just want to give y'all some more knowledge on the Manology Project and, uh, and, and, and what it's all about here. So how you guys doing today? Doing great. How you feeling? Feeling good, man. It's a little bit late, but you know, we're about to get something in, kick some knowledge. What about you, Joe? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it's an honor to... Uh, Definitely glad to be here. To be here and to speak into uh, the lives of men and women. Yeah, yeah. So the Manology Project is all about uh, taking some of the different uh, uh, experiences in our own life and then actually... Uh, breaking it down and then trying to come up with some formulas, man, so that we can actually get young men to men, mm-hmm. to grown men, as we would say. Uh, and we know it's so many different paths, but we have this generation today, man, it's just so crazy. And we got, like, all kind of stuff, like, going on. So you got, like, uh, we got fa- no fathers. We got uh, single mothers. We got no mothers, no fathers. And so I feel... And I don't know if you guys agree, but a lot of these young guys are out here just kind of fending for themselves and just need somebody just to help them get along the way. So absolutely, man. I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's a new generation, but, you know, it's a lot of old uh, bad habits and, you know, customs that's been passed down that really, you know, we just have to keep chipping away at it and, um, you know, we'll we'll find that solution. But. We definitely need we need answers and we need um, we need to keep moving forward in, in in a more positive direction for a lot of these uh, a lot of the mothers out there that's that's struggling the grandparents you right, know in this right. day and age we right. have a lot of grandparents who are uh, responsible for uh, the grandchildren and and so we gotta we gotta speak to their needs as well. Yeah, so I mean, and I, I love it because we got three different backgrounds here, um, and 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 the way that we were all raised, and and the way that we grew up, and uh, we got brothers, we got sisters, and then some of us have, you know, when we had fathers in the home, some of us had no father in the home, um, and we know that some uh, one of us had our uh, father pass away when we were younger, and so when we look at those three dynamics, um, we really I see that. Uh, it's a testament to be able to talk about it and then to be able to walk through those lines of getting an understanding as a young man how to deal with those three components, you know. And we talked about that before. It's Absolutely. like, okay, so, you know, <laughs> me, I grew up with no father in the house, uh, but he wasn't that far away, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, my mom and my dad got divorced when I was 10, uh, and so, you know, your parents get divorced, you're going through the divorce itself that took about five or six years. And then how do you build a relationship back with your father? You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Um, so uh, just tell us a little bit about your life, Joe. What and then think? for me, I grew up in a household where my mom and dad were both there, um, raised 14 children and was married for 60 years. Wow. Yeah. Before they passed. So, you know, oh, I, I also grew up in a household where I, I never I never witnessed my mother and father arguing, oh, you know, um, I, wish I could always <laughs> I could always 
you know, not always, but there were times where I sensed there was something with my mom based on her expressions. I was very much connected. (laughs) Right. But as far as like the back and forth, that wasn't present. You know, they did that behind closed doors. And so there's a dynamic with that. And um, so, yeah, my my experience was was much different, you know, than yours. So there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, talk about relationship goals, man. Sixty right. years. That's yeah, that's just, a long time. That's what's up, man. Yeah. What about you, Lynn? Just well, my perspective was different. My father died when I was two, um, so I didn't have that example within the household. However, uh, I had a grandfather mm-hmm. who was a pastor and bishop of a church, so uh, the dynamic was more of a religious and a more of a um, church-going foundation. Um, so, yeah. Single parent in a different perspective. Um, still had mm-hmm. a hard working mom to make sure that uh, me and my sisters had everything we need, put us through college. Um, so when it comes to communicating with young people uh, who are in a single parent household, mm-hmm. I can kind of have that dialogue with them, even though it's different and that the father didn't leave or was never there. Right. right. He passed away. So. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. What was the impact on you, though, as 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 a young man? Like, how would you say that impacted you growing up? Um, a couple of different ways. I mean, one of the most obvious things were, you know, there was a sense of um, sometimes emptiness because I wanted the father figure. Oh, um, yeah. Playing sports. There was no dad there practice or for the games. Mom showed up every now and then. Um, if she showed up at all, not because she didn't want to, but working and handling other things. Uh, but I had good examples for um, my coaches and other mentors. So I kind of leaned towards those perspectives mm-hmm. and those examples. Um, some good, some bad, but those were the examples that I had. Right. I mean, you went all the way to play what what, what level of uh, football? Um, professional football. Yeah. Uh, practice level. Yeah. And see, and that's the thing, though. I mean, you have so many young guys out here that are trying to move forward. Uh, some are able to do the same thing you was able to do, take some of the mentoring mm-hmm. from different people and then still be able to create the type of life that you need to be Definitely. successful. Uh, but then you have some that miss that point or don't have the right. proper mentoring. Yeah. You know, because there's both that mentor is, is on both levels. So you got uh, the streets. That, yeah. are, that are coming for you to help Absolutely. you that, that feel like they can fill this void for you. Uh, and then you also still like you, you got uh, all the neighborhood guys who kind of watch your, you know, they kind of watch over your family. Like I come from uh, where I lived in a few different areas. You had guys who just kind of looked out for you. Sometimes that's how the streets are. Absolutely. Right. And then what that can do is that can give you a false sense of, <laughs> you know, the right type of mentorship because, Hey, I can kind of overlook a few things because basically, you know, you're looking out for me. Right. And right. as a young man, you don't know how much you're yearning for that until it's absent. And then you find yourself yearning for some type of approval. Right. Um, and I think that that's what is missing a lot is that approval. So it's cool that you had that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it sports is. played a, a great impact in my life. I mean, I think sports, besides you know, mom and, and grandparents, I mm-hmm. think sports and my older sister, Charlene, uh, I think they played a, a great impact. And how were the coaches able to help? Always pushing you. You know, when I play football yeah. and then football is a sport, you got to either uh, 
love it or love it to play it <laughs> right right um, and to get pushed to that level in which you think you can't get to and then to see that success um it gave you a sense of hope or belief in your coaches um, okay. so that's that kind of carried me and you know my coaches good examples and they had family so you kind of seen that dynamic okay. uh, from afar uh, but I, I believe the coaches and then i had a couple of teachers in high school who paid attention Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's that good. was one of the other things. Now, Joe, kind of give us <laughs> the ideal, okay? You, you got the ideal. Mom, dad, 60 years, 14 kids, awesome family. I've been knowing you all my life, so mm-hmm. uh, I've, I'm a witness to say that mom and Papa Hines were that truth. They definitely. were the mm-hmm. truth. Uh, and definitely a standard that I think many people who run into them have literally grabbed them and made them. I mean, they were my grandparents. And <laughs> I mean, I think everybody who meet appreciate who meet that. them, whoever met them, uh, automatically took them and put them as their grandparents. So mm-hmm. having parents of that type of caliber, I mean, what was the direct and indirect impact that you feel that that turned you into or helped develop you? I would say that you know, the direct impact was that there was balance. Um, you talk about the streets, um, and Lynn talked about how, you know, the streets kind of protect you. There were guys right. in the street that protect you, and, right. and some were doing the right thing, some weren't. Right. <laughs> right. You know, right. and you knew who they were. Right. But with my parents, you know, providing that balance, it always brought me back to, Okay, what's the right thing? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know the right thing to do. You know, yeah. and if I chose not to do the right thing, <laughs> at least I knew right, at least right. I knew what the <laughs> right. right thing. Right. A lot of a lot of kids don't have that. Right. So they think they assume that what, you know, Ray Ray is doing right. is, is the right thing right. because they don't have that balance. So I would say that that their influence provided a balance for me, a positive it balanced out the negative stuff that I saw. Um, my mom on the other end of Lynn's experience, she never worked until I turned five. She was a house mom. She took care. My dad worked six, sometimes seven days a week to care for the family. So my mother at times were at five different, four different parent teacher conferences. Back in the day, it wasn't like Cass had (laughs) was on Monday and then, you know, Tuesday was Southwestern and Thursday was Boynton, you know, All the schools had parent-teacher conference conference on that day. So so she pretty much manned or femaled the home. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) Manology. Right, manology. (laughs) Right. But she took care of the home while my dad was out, you know, working. He was humping. And so um, it was an ideal situation, but the indirect impact was the pressure Uh of having that, like, Mm. Man, I can't jack up. Right. You know, I can't right. I can't mess right. up the the, the Heinz the name Heinz. <laughs> because yeah. I had the older brothers and sisters right. who were known in the community. You're right. And if I did something that I wasn't supposed to do, it was, it was like coming back. Yeah. Little Heinz. Right. You it's know, like, right. Or, you know, <laughs> one of the neighbors three, you know, in the community, uh-huh. not even on our street, like, are you a Heinz? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that's pressure. Yeah, right? yeah, I am. <laughs> what like, are you are, doing? Do you, are you supposed to be doing oh, that? Yeah. So there was a pressure that kind of kept us or kept me on the straight and narrow 
in terms of what I was supposed to do and versus what I shouldn't be doing. So overall, was it was a positive experience. I, I, I think, you know, I was blessed that my parents were able to um, provide a blueprint yeah. of success for, sure. um, for not just their family, but for a lot of people who, who took note. And, um, and, and and so, yeah, that that was the direct and indirect, um, you know, impact that growing up in a situation like that had on me. Not a, not a, and, and I mean, and like I said before, it's like I, I grew up with you guys, so uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, like I said before, those mom and Papa Hines were like fantastic. And it's like they just took Appreciate in it. everybody. Right. Like as soon as you said grandma and <laughs> grandpa, they said, hey, come on in. Mm-hmm. And, right. and so um, I liked being able to use them as an example for me coming from a family that was split. Right. Mm-hmm. So being able to actually see and and hang with you guys, but actually be able to see some a, 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 a husband and a wife stick together and right. raise fourteen kids, right. and on top of that, he didn't tell everybody, but this is that they're very very close even to this day. Absolutely, and absolutely, and I would love for you just to speak to how did your dad even like how did he formulate that like like you guys are like. <clears throat> older fat full families uh people live everywhere mm-hmm. all over i said but when it's time to come together the hinds do not miss a beat right uh, and i think you have that to value family i think absolutely that was one of absolutely. the things that i i noticed and i came in in 2000 2001 is when i met sean and kind of had my first experience and yeah uh, walking through the house, meeting all these people. Hundreds of people. Right, right. And then walking all the way to the back and meeting uh, Grandpa Hines and uh, just his demeanor and his um, stillness. Right. But his directness um, Mm -hmm. was very uh, impactful and um, it made an impact on my life as well. Joe said the blueprint. Yeah. Yeah, that's a key word. And I think a lot of kids, a lot of people, don't have a blueprint, mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily expectation, right? But a blueprint. blueprint, right? If you got a blueprint, you can be not the smartest person, right? Right. But if you can follow, follow this blueprint, right. you'll be all right. <laughs> like, Absolutely. Like what you that's, said that's earlier. A great yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. So. And, and and the thing is, you know, the blueprint was principle, right? You know, and like you said, Lynn. Hold on, hold on, there. Uh, everybody oh, get a pencil right now. <laughs> and I had to repeat that. Now, what what was the blueprint? That's what? it was. It was principle. Oh, and and the one. thing was, it and is, if you apply principle to any part of your life, yeah, you're gonna get the same outcome. Yeah. And I so agree. the principle was, or the principles were based on doing the right thing. Doing the right thing. <laughs> right. Making the right you know choice. I mean, that was I mean. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know. Um, I mean, so that was really, I mean, that was really the main thing that, that, that my parents really talked about. I, I can recall one, <laughs> one, one example, one situation where, um, back in the day we had two way phones, you know, uh, <laughs> and right. it was a long time before we even got a two way. We just had a one way. So you remember, you, y'all remember <laughs> right. when yeah, click you, you dial click and you click <laughs> over, yeah, right, yeah. right. So anyway. I remember a girl was calling me and I was telling my mother, you know, Ma, 
let her know that I'm not home. (laughs) 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 And I knew she was calling me back because I had just got the phone with her not long ago, about an hour ago. I'm like, look, I'm I'm about to leave, whatever. (laughs) I was still home. So I say, mine, you know, and she called back, let her know I'm not home. And she was, no, I said, let her know I'm, I'm, I'm in the tub. I'm in the bathtub. She was like, well, you better go run in that bathtub. Right, right. So I went and jumped in the bathtub and, you know, yeah, she called. Um, but but it was based on that. She wasn't going to lie for me. Right. Yeah. She wasn't going to lie for nobody. Right. You know? And so even though we lied as kids. Right. right. We knew at the end of the day, right. my mom and dad ain't gonna they, they ain't gonna do off. it. Yeah. I ain't coming to yeah. them with no mess. Right. So yeah. it was kind of you know, yeah. yeah. The, the standard sometimes I think is literally uh, what a lot of people are looking for. Uh, I was watching someone on um, on Instagram. I don't even know what what you really want to call it, rant or whatever. But the young lady was just like, I had never seen a, a happy married couple before. Mm-hmm. Like in her life, like she was like everybody I've ever known was just the marriage was just a mess, and I'm like, right. and so and the young lady had to probably be about thirty eight, maybe thirty seven. I'm sure the, the guy she's with I know, and and he's around that age, and so I'm looking at it and thinking, how did you go all your life and not experience some level of a blueprint to show you how That's to possible. be in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone, right? Um, and then. Uh, and then to be able to now be in a relationship. So how do you think this relationship is going to work out right. if you don't have mm-hmm. anyone to actually show you or even give you any pointers on how to be the right Or woman? even what what is expectation? Right. You know, like what I, is your expectation for this relationship right. if for, all oh, of you seen was things that didn't work? Right. right. So was, you're going in thinking like, well, it's not going to work because... This is all I saw. Right. Or it's supposed to work like this. Right. Which is which is just <laughs> terrible, that, terrible right? that you don't have an actual foundation. So right. when the guy goes off the hinges, you're so used to seeing dysfunction mm-hmm. that, that you it, think it's normal that you and that's think, right. Right. Your dysfunction uh becomes functional. Like right. it's mm-hmm. the normal. And what it is that, you know, the manology project, I mean, that's kind of what we want to do. We want to break down some of those barriers when we're dealing in relationship and like we said it's, you know it's men and women what are our perspectives uh for ourselves as men right. and then what are we what is our res- our perspective for the women that we have in our life right or the women that you're dating or the women you want to date i mean mm-hmm. you know this goes all the way back to when you first start thinking oh that girl's She's looking good right. over there. But so, the Q, I think, goes back a little deeper than that. As parents of, of men, young mm-hmm. men, um, I'm always formulating or positioning my sons yeah. to be right. a husband one day. Right. Um, Absolutely. That's be, good. That's but good before too. you are a husband, I have to develop you to be a man. Right. And what does that look like? Right. Um, like today, my son had to cut the front and the back because his brother had an obligation. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh. but <laughs> you said uh, in, right, right in real life, <laughs> and I had to let him know. Right, well, exactly. Right, he's not here. Right, right, right. So then you have to pick up the slack. Right, mm-hmm. and it's one day he will and it's be gonna away. Be times right. where, right. and it has been times where your brother has picked, picked up, up your slack. Right. right, you know. So as a man. 
and this is this is a small example yeah in manology but right. as a man you you have to sometimes pick up the slack right and if you get that lesson early enough right then i think that carries over to um developing the characteristics to be a man to be a husband and you know how to formulate yourself in relationships and I, I, I just think a lot of times, man, you know, men, um, by the time we become men, a lot of us feel like and think that the woman is the problem when when, when the relationship is dysfunctional. You know, it's like, right. oh, she a nag right. or she, you know, she get on my nerve or man, I, you know, I can't stand coming home because she just coming at me. Right. Not realizing that she's just reflecting. That's it what you give that's it and if you figure out how to look at it from her, her angle or right. her lenses right. or put your feet in her shoes right. and understand her a little bit more right. then you'll find that how she treats you will be a lot different right you know and and, and it'll be a little more positive so right. yeah so that's one of the things in the manology project that that we're going to tackle um, oh, and, man, and, and, sure. and, and showing, you know, and, and talking about the principles that are necessary to get to that point. Right. You know, because it is a lot of stepping stones that's going to need to be that's going to have to take place. Um, I think Lance said the best is that it literally does. It starts all the way back when the guys are little fellows. And yeah, you, and you absolutely. And, and when you look at your son, you should be looking at creating a husband. Absolutely. Um, and not just a dude that's out here just <laughs> jabbing and rabbing, you know, moving and shaking. Right, definitely. Like, but a guy actually who can walk into a man's home and look him in his eye, and as much as he hates him, he has to open up the respect line to say, this is the best catch for my daughter. Mm -hmm. And so we are going to continue to beat and, and, and rubbish through all the nonsense is what I call it. It's mm -hmm. just uh, because we do, we, we pinpoint women, we put them in a a certain type of place and then we build our whole life around them being the issue right and yeah. so we're going to learn over the course of these you know episodes that we run on how to navigate as men how right. what type of temperament should we have uh what should we be pouring into our our wives or our girlfriends i mean this is not just a wife thing this is you should be this stuff should mm -hmm. happen before you even say i do yeah and you have right. a i mean we have different perspectives i have single mom and I have four older sisters mm -hmm. so i was the youngest boy and oh you yeah. know so that's a whole nother it's a whole nother <laughs> ball game yeah that's to, a whole nother know, episode <laughs> uh, what, what you could right. have been or what right. was teased to be you right. know and but the examples that i got from my sisters right, right. you know learning how to social learning how to dance mm -hmm. right learning how to that treat, nurturing that, that yeah those different uh nuances right then picked up a little game right. from the sisters, right. you know, at yeah. the same time. So different perspectives. Um, but I, I really believe in one of the things that I do in my mentoring uh, for real mind, body, and soul. Um, <laughs> is, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah baby. Plug, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is try to teach the young men because it starts there. Right. You know, you have to learn how to respect the young ladies at a young age, you right. don't have to learn to respect yourself, right. the expectations for yourself, right, uh, and and pushing past what you see, right, you know. And sometimes, if you don't see the right thing, you know, you're going to continue to do the wrong thing, right. Mm -hmm. That's a that right there is another one that's going to be probably repeated a few more times. Is right. that 
being able to have some type of understanding on the wrong thing that I'm viewing. Right. Um, and because in that, someone is always telling you something right. It's just that you have to make this decision <laughs> on. Uh, and I think Joe said it best. He said that it earlier. His, that his family was, was right. based on that mm-hmm. is making the right decision. Mm-hmm. And the pressure that came from having to make the right decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That just lets me know that Papa Hines created the proper environment. Definitely. And mm-hmm. he worked every day. Right. So he was right. able to create this environment and he wasn't even there, uh, you know, 24 seven in the home. I right. mean, your mom was there. So, uh, and I think that's probably why so many men gravitated to him because he was able to do something that most men are not able to do, which is establish or create an atmosphere that produces strong men. Absolutely. All, not just strong men, but loving strong men. Like I said, the Heinz are like, you know, uh, tighter than tight. You know, you guys mm-hmm. don't miss graduations. You guys don't miss birthdays. You guys right. don't miss, I don't care who is getting anything. The Heinz come together. And for Papa Heinz to actually be able to create something like that, Mm-hmm. Over a lifetime of being married for sixty years, I mm-hmm. think is just spectacular. Especially yeah. for a guy like me, uh, where my interaction with my father was just really shut off at ten years old, and then a whole new perspective <laughs> had to be created. Created, right? And uh, you know, you had to tear down an old perspective and then create a new perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but that foundation for the value of family is absolutely. very important, and I that's think that's something too, yeah. that we. Um, continue to create within our own uh, families, just to value family, family time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if a, a child, boy or girl, if they don't have that, if the parent or the parents aren't creating that, mm-hmm. then it just becomes a cycle when they get older, you know. Right. And then you have to find some type of example mm-hmm. um, for people to see. Right. You know, what it, it looks like. And and I think, you know, uh, we're talking about children, but you have some women out there and some men out there like, look, I ain't a kid no more. Right. <laughs> Tell me what's up now. Right. Like, what I need to do. Right. And, and and I think, you know, for, for that piece, we really got to tackle that because one of the, <clears throat> one of the pitfalls that, that I discovered um, early on in, in, in my relationship with my now wife is that oftentimes, you know, just like me, I, I made the errors and, and, and a lot of men and women do this, is that they try to change, the man try to change the woman mm-hmm. to think like him. The woman try right. to change the man to think like her. Right. That's never going to happen. Yeah. Men are men and women are women. And, and, and I venture to say, most times we think totally different. Yes, we do. And that's okay. Yeah. Yes. That's it's just that we've got to understand right. how each other think. Right. And then, I mean, God created us as men and women mm-hmm. for a reason, mm-hmm. right? Right. So I think once I realized and I made the decision that I'm not going to try to get her to think like me. Right. And she made that same decision. I'm not going to try to get him to think like me. I'm going to try to get him to understand where I'm coming from and hopefully he'll understand it <laughs> and vice versa. Right. Right. Once we decided that. Right. Yeah, it was a whole, I That's mean, that revelation right there was a game changer. I know. I and you know, have to get that game changer. And the earlier you get it, I think the better your relationship will be. Yeah. However, 
sometimes people are stubborn in their right. own ways or what they Prideful. think they have saw or, That's or a bill right there, just think what might work, but you have to understand that we're different and we think different and and understand that and come to the agreement. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you disagree. That's right. Have to be That's boisterous right. or violent, but and uh, like for me and my wife, uh, so we got you know we twenty one years this year. Oh, congratulations! Uh, so congratulations! Uh, and 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 me and Joe have talked about this uh, too, uh, uh, over and over again about understanding your role as a man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you do that, it literally puts the proper pressure on your wife to understand what she needs to bring to the table. So you literally, as a man, will walk, you know, as we go and walk through this manology platform, that you'll get a better understanding on how to create the right atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So are you saying that we are the the leader and we should be the one to kind of formulate or initiate the change that we want to see in our home? Yes. I'm saying that it starts with you. Uh, Basically, God put us men as leaders for a reason okay. uh the the hard part about it is that and that's not to say that women don't have leadership skills and they you know but this is about understanding right. role yes roles. And, and that's what it is mm-hmm. and, and, and within the marriage within the marriage okay. uh, or within a relationship or, or i was gonna say that too yeah, yeah within a relationship and then just understanding that yeah as a woman you may have to take on a double role due to your circumstances but understand that if a new somebody comes into your life then the same rules apply once again is that there has to be a leader and the family follows the leader Mm -hmm. uh the leader is uh and lynn you pose that to me because the leader has all the responsibility basically because how do you get people to follow you if you're not yet a person that Mm -hmm. has the ability to actually show what they're following why am i following i said because Mm-hmm. A woman is built to follow a man. Mm-hmm. Built. I don't care if you're making a zillion dollars. You're built internally to want to follow a man. The key thing is that we kind of screwed up because we're not really providing. There you go. Yeah. You got to be worth following. You, listen, you have to. Got to be worth following. You know, if you're not worth following. Yeah. Then yeah. you can't blame her for exactly. You can't take, assuming that role. Definitely. You know, but it's adding extra pressure it's adding it and it does but to her it's at and that's what you don't want and to the family listen the, and you don't want the family cracking under that's that right. type of pressure especially when you got uh people looking up to you to actually be a leader uh, mm-hmm. but what i have learned over my years is that women are receivers mm-hmm. just like joe said about earlier which is whatever you're putting into her that's what she's gonna put out Mm-hmm. She has no other she's way. She's gonna hold you accountable. She's mm-hmm. gonna hold you accountable. And the thing is, this, is that if you're a jerk, she's gonna be a jerk to you. Right. And not just you, but to everybody. Right. Because that's just how. And it works. every man she and come every across, man she comes bro. across yeah. is that she's literally gonna be that. And until that, she run across a man, it's going to help her understand that all men are jerks mm-hmm. not. and some men are worth following. Right. It, that, and that's the key, and the, but, and that's why we really want to continue to talk about this across this platform. Is uh, this the thing is not? We don't. We're not here just to be bashing people. No, know, bashing not at all. men or not this or women or not that. It's just that we as men, we got to figure it out. I talk to young guys. I mean, I got a group of guys that I mentor that are all either married or either divorced, 
And so, you know, that's a whole nother realm. These young guys are just right. trying to figure it out. They're like, dude, why, why won't she? Why can't I get her? It's like because it starts with you. Starts if you're with you. if, if you're not, mm-hmm. then she's not going to. Like you have to, and right. then she will. I said because the way God built it is that you shouldn't have to tell your significant other anything. You shouldn't have to go, hey, right. I'm doing, or you need to follow me here. Your all your consistency of being the head sh- will force the whole house to mm-hmm. want to be and listen to what you say to do. But you got to know that. I don't. And some men. Young men or men might not understand that. I mean, that you, I, I'm a firm, firm believer that you are the priest, provider, and protector of your home. Yeah. Right. So it starts with me as far as the, the spiritual yep. relationship. Yep. You know, I'm connected to God, and then I, I lead that yeah. uh, protection that comes from me, providing. Now, my wife does work, and if she chooses to work, you know, right. help her brother out. <laughs> right. But, yeah, right. Right. But, financially you know i believe that's the man's responsibility right right so understanding that role and how do you get there before you become married is it goes back to setting those standards so what is it what does it mean to be a man right being able to provide for yourself having yourself established and making sure you're able to uh, sustain before you say i do right you know, like we was talking well, earlier well, with the young brother. So many t- tough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's stuff that you, and the thing is, it's right. so crazy, right? People, is that yeah, all three of us have been all those ages before. Definitely. Okay, and so we understand that it is not what we're saying sounds like it's a easy thing because we're just saying it, but it is a difficult thing, and that's why mm-hmm. we thought that a platform to talk about it and walk through it. So we're gonna want people to put comments in the section, challenge stuff that we say bring up ideas because we want to talk about it. We want to be able Definitely. to walk through segments of not just our experience, but your experience. Tell us about your experience. And then that way we can actually get a new perspective because a new perspective perspective may help us get another a, a two or three years on our own marriage. You never right. know, right. you know uh, what a new perspective on a relationship or because we don't know everything and we're not coming here to be experts. We literally just, taking out some time to share experience and then to develop some type of I'm going to go back with the blueprint Mm -hmm. (laughs) on how to go from young man to grown man young lady to grown woman I mean there's some platforms on that is some things that we have to put into place listen we are all the time is just right there at that end so what we're going to do is we're going to close this one down we want you guys to Check at the bottom. Subscribe to us. If you like what you're hearing here, please put some comments in there. Uh, but definitely subscribe, and that way you can keep an update on what we have going on. And, uh, we out. We got a lot. Hey, hey, just stay tuned. Know, yeah, it's right? coming. <laughs> hey, we got a lot. We got a lot of discussion. Oh, yeah. It's going to be great you know, to, to, to bring to the table. So look forward to it. All right. Peace right. out, fellas. All right. Peace. All right. Peace out. When you talking poppin' pills yeah. Be real, you scream for they even offer a deal ah. Be real, you and your date need to split the bill oh. You be dead broke, living like you make a meal yeah. Harder cap you doing, yo, you really need to chill yeah. Cause the only way to live is to really yeah. be real